Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. And we are back with monumental episode number two of Guys of a Certain Age. Robbie Koblenz with Art Shirley and Jay Reed. You know, we, we probably could bury that. You guys, other folks, could do the uh, intro from time to time. I think it's working. Ah, well, this is number two. So we're back. Hopefully other people are back, too. Um, kind of, you know, proud that both of you guys showed back up. So it was marginal there for me for a second or two. So uh, how are you doing? It's Very a, well. It's a, it's a cold, rainy day. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but doing well otherwise, yeah. So uh, we've got a, a correction from episode one. It is guys of a certain age, not men of a certain age, which was a defunct TBS uh, kind of dramedy sort of thing from five, six, seven, eight, nine years ago. That was Ray Romano's uh, third attempt or second attempt at a follow-up to uh, his successful CBS show. And then, Art, you had a correction. Yes, you- I was actually 14 uh, going on 15 when Star Wars came out, so I'm even older than I thought I was and, and may have aged out of the program. So I may be replaced by a much younger guy next week. <laughs> and I've already forgotten what I said last time. So I don't know if I have any corrections or not. Well, well, you could say you lied about something. You, you actually, uh, you actually were, were five years old when Star Wars came out, right? I think I was a little older than that. Yeah. Yeah. PG and all. Oh, PG and all. There you go. All right. So one of the things we were going to talk about last time, but we didn't get into was, uh, you know, media consumption and how it's so much different today than when we were younger. I think I talked a little bit about last time how excited I was on Saturday mornings when new cartoons came out, and that's the only place you could get science fiction or fantasy or anything themed that way. And I always would 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 stop at the uh, it, when my folks were checking out or my mom was checking out in the grocery store. I'd stop and look at Reader's Digest to see what was coming up because. Yay, fun, fun times. But now... You mean TV Guide? Yeah, what did yeah, I say? It's a Reader's Digest. digest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, fun, fun times with Reader's yeah. Digest. You know, okay. the same size. On top of that, there used to be a show that they did... Every like, fr- Friday night before the season Exactly, started. Yeah. before the season, it would uh-huh. preview all the new cartoons. I, I love that. I, yeah, I, we watched that every time. Either the Brady Bunch would host it or whatever you need to see. That, you know, Of course, it depends on what network you were on. But they would give the lineup of the new shows and the returning shows or whatever. And it was like, you had to see that, and then you had to wake up at 6 o'clock the next morning to right. start watching them. I vaguely remember that. I guess I vaguely remember it. So Brady Bunch was CBS? Uh, I think they were ABC. Were they ABC? Yeah. See, um, I just remember the Brady Bunch from the reruns on TBS. Oh, yeah. We watched them religiously as if they were our own family. Yeah. And who yeah. was not in love with Marsha? Was anybody else in love with one of the other? Yeah. Well, they, my wife's probably going to listen to this. So we're just, Actually, she was a little <laughs> old for me. You know, they were all kind of a little old yeah, for me. Yeah. The closest one to my age were, uh, the. I think the youngest set was the ones that were closest to oh, I thought to you were going to say Alice. Alice, yeah. Alice actually, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to compete with Sam. Wow, wow. And yeah. and so the oldest son, Greg, Greg. right? and uh, the mom actually dated. You yeah, know, that's you, right. You remember that? Went on a date. Scandal. I don't know if dated was a, is the it right term. It sounds better when you say dated. dated. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It, it was kind of scandalous, wasn't it? Yeah. So, All right. So at what point did you guys realize that we have moved to a streaming world where you're now consuming media 
off of electronic devices hooked up to the internet. What what was that that moment for you? Any anything kind of crystallized for either one of you guys when you it realized it hasn't been that long for me? I don't think we. I was thinking about the, you know the Netflix was probably the first one that we we streamed, but even that was not um, my my kids probably downloading things on their phones and things like that before I before I did. And I would get the Netflix. I'd go on online and choose my movies for the queue, and it would say, "Would you like to watch this now?" I'm like, "No, I'm I'm here to order DVDs." Yeah, so. the DVD thing was what we did first, and you had a, a certain package or whatever you'd get so many a month, if I right. remember correctly. Yeah, and uh, and the same thing that offer of we, you now can watch them online. It's like, well, you know, do we have the bandwidth to do that? And we did not. We know? didn't so, either. Yeah. And and part of it, it in the beginning, you had to download. A, I have a certain program, I think, to watch it even on your computer which I didn't want to bother with. But then when smart, whenever, I guess when we first got our smart TV, when we could watch Netflix or maybe Apple TV, mm-hmm. and that, you know, that was just a few years ago, maybe four years ago, that we started that, and I'm kind of a slow on the uptake with that kind of stuff, so it took us a while. Yeah, I think it was Apple TV for me as well, too. Once that service was there, and, and just renting movies on iTunes at first was the, the first step, and you could get those to come in. But then when Netflix changed over, and it seemed like Blockbuster tried to move to that model, mm-hmm. but it was too little too late. Failed abysmally. Yeah, yeah. The program you're thinking of was not actually a program, but it was a plug-in by Microsoft called Silverlight. Yes. Yeah. And it still shows up. You still see something that goes, you have to have Silverlight. Yeah. But no, I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. up there with Shockwave. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's right. That's right. So that was a... Real audio player. Oh, gosh, man. <laughs> but Silverlight was that plug-in that Microsoft developed to be able to, to stream and buffer and all kinds of tech geeky stuff like that. But that was what it was. Um, Let's have a moment of silence for a real audio player. Actually, several moments because nobody could hear anything if that's what they're using. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So what was the real audio player protocol? Oh, what was it? RP something. What was it? RTSP. RTSP. There you go. Yeah. And GA just kind of left us there for a second. Sorry. Yeah, we're coding geeks too. But I do remember watching... Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek or something on my phone, streaming it and going, you know, and, and out somewhere and I go, I am watching, you know, a movie on my phone. This is higher tech than they were showing me in the actual show that I'm watching. <laughs> you know, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of miss the hologram stage, you yeah, know, that Star Wars right. promised. So, uh, you know, for me, it was, I, I started consuming Netflix via an iPad. Now, we did the DVD subscription and, Man, were you guys good at returning DVDs to Netflix? We would let something set for three months. I can testify to that because I still get the DVDs. Because wow, the DVDs, and this is still true, and it was true in the beginning, there's more DVDs available, more movies available on the DVD side than there are on the streaming side. You Absolutely. can always watch what you want. So, so we still get the DVDs. And I was looking even as recent as yesterday, and I noticed that it said I still had one at home. I'm embarrassed to tell you what it was. But, um, oh, no, we got to no, know no. now. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. It was the current The Mummy, okay. which I knew was, had gotten yeah. terrible ratings, but I was just curious. Yeah, so, um, you should have left that one buried. You know, it's one of those. I enjoyed it. I guess lower expectations. I thought it was fun. I guess know? if you go into yeah. it knowing it, it's, uh-huh. got, it's got rotten tomatoes, then it's okay. Yeah, but yeah. I, I was looking online yesterday, and it told me it was still at home, and I knew it wasn't. Uh-huh. So, um, And then it popped up, and I, everything's good now. But, uh, yeah, I still get them. I still, you know, sometimes so what, they sit for three months. If it's something that, uh, that I have to wait for my wife to watch with her, or if it's something like Planet of the Apes, and I'm going to be the only one watching it anyway, then it, yeah. it goes back pretty quick. So how many do you get a month? 
Right now, it's either two or three. It told me I had three, but I think I'm on the two-a-month plan now. Yeah. I wasn't watching them fast enough. Yeah, that, but yeah, I was to to go back to your original question. Yeah, I was real bad, and we'd go, okay, wait, we, where is the so and so? And you'd find the sleeve. You'd and you find had the to sleeve. Go back. Yeah, and we were also real bad about when you were swapping DVDs out. You'd put the DVD that you had just watched into the case of the movie that you were about <laughs> oh, to yeah. watch. Oh yeah, we, we still do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with I just Blu-rays. don't find myself watching DVDs or. Or Blu-rays or physical media much anymore. I, I, I stream everything. I don't either, and it's it's a pain in the butt to go into the home theater system uh, to crank up the projection television, the Bose system, and the Blu-ray player, which in our case is a PS3, and to watch it. Now I want it to be a lot more personal. I want it there on my iPad where I'm the only one watching. Mm-hmm. And, and my tastes are so much more sci-fi eclectic than the rest of my family. Nobody else is going to watch Doctor Who. Um, any version of Doctor Who. So, I, you know, if it's something a blockbuster we're going to agree on, I'll usually buy the Blu-ray. So we've got all the Marvel stuff, a bunch of Pixar, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, Interstellar, too. I don't know why I bought Interstellar. That's but a great movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, it's it's. I think I like it better now yeah. than I did when I first watched it. But anyway, so but we would. I think I kept a single DVD out for like six months. Mm. And just never watched because we could never get together to watch. And uh, but for me, it kind of crystallized with a lot of people as well. House of Cards, um, you know, when Netflix said, "Hey, we are paying Spacey and David Fincher millions upon millions of dollars to create original programming." For us, I thought, man, this is either going to go incredibly well or it's going to go incredibly bad. And that is what launched Netflix into the stratosphere. And that's when I realized, okay, my delivery option for entertainment is now I'm looking for an iPad or an Apple TV. I'm looking for streaming content. We never go to Redbox. Uh, If it's a movie that we think we're going to watch more than once or twice, we'll buy it. And I I will not watch anything on standard def DVD. I've got to have Blu-ray now. But that's because I'm a video snob, because I'm a television producer, and I felt that way about DVD versus VHS. So anyway, I'm kind of yeah. It's hard to watch. It's hard to go back to standard def, even if the upsampling is good. It's still hard to watch. It Uh, is. Are you renting DVDs or Blu-ray? He's pointing at Jay. Jay. That's why DVDs. DVDs is cheaper. Okay. It's a cheaper plan, so I'm still a little bit of a cheapskate. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's the way it goes. So, out out of streaming services, what's your favorite and which one can you do without? Of course, you've got the kind of the three biggies. You've got Netflix, you've got Hulu, and you've got Amazon Prime. Do you guys do all three? I do all three. We have all three, but I rarely look at Hulu. That's the same way I am. However, I was at a friend's house the other day, and in the one of the playoff games was on the football playoff games, and he was watching that on Hulu. We're not talking about he had Hulu Live. We're not talking about yeah. football playoffs in this. Yeah, I'm okay. A, I'm a huge Saints fan. We're just going to leave it at that. But um, I didn't realize you could. Well, it's your do call. That. <laughs> <laughs> ah, podcast interference, right. fifteen yards, personal That's foul. Right. Yeah, that was that was wrong. But anyway, uh, yeah, that it's funny because I do not watch. I like Hulu, but and and that's what um, Handmaid's Tale's on, right? That's so correct. We have yeah. it for that. I don't find myself watching it, you know, on a regular basis as much as I do the other two. But when we were trying to decide what to do to you know cut the cord to get rid of cable, which we still have not done yet. 
uh, I did a trial of Hulu Live, and that's the service I would use. We tried DirecTV, I've tried Sling, and Hulu Live was the one that had the best bang for the buck. They're rock solid. Yeah, they have really, network that, TV as do well, you right? have them? Yeah, oh yeah, you can get your local networks from yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I did a 30-day free trial on the front end, or maybe it was a 60-day free trial of Hulu Live when we bought a Hulu subscription, and it was great. Of course, we have fiber to our house, so we've got gigabit up and down, and it's phenomenal, and it makes a streaming solution very very viable for us uh, if i did not have fiber probably wouldn't do it but we're also a long time direct tv customers and so what i will do annually is i'll call direct tv and say hey i've got gig fiber i'm looking at a at a voip solution or a video over ip solution and gonna cut the cord unless you make me a deal and they usually make me a really good deal That's so good. we've stayed with direct tv because our infrastructure at the house is set up for it. But Hulu Live is pretty awesome. You mentioned the bandwidth, though. That was one of the things that, that I had a problem with, is that especially if it was a sports event or something uh, you know, that had a, a, a faster uh, picture you know, going on, uh, it would drop out sometimes. And uh, I think you really have to have the best connection that you could have and then a solid throughput all the way through. And they may have improved that because we would, I would watch the same thing on DirecTV when I was trying that out, and I didn't have the same problem. So I, it's it's something with their compression yeah. uh, that they're doing. Yeah, but I, I still have cable, too. We have gigabit to the house, but um, but I still have the cable. I'm just – I haven't taken the time to, to do the homework like you're talking about, but I, I'm going to have to do that at some point. But So we'll get hyper-local with the discussion. Are you doing Max South, which is our local provider here in Starkville, or are you doing C Spire for your cable? C Spire. How do you like that service? So far, I mean, it, it does everything I need it to do as far as the cable goes. So those who are listening have no idea what we're talking about. C Spire is a regional uh, telco. They're a wireless, um, well, they started as a cell company here in Mississippi. They were the first regional cellular company to offer the iPhone. So they're kind of, they're, they're a top tier regional. And uh, here in Mississippi, a few years ago, they did a pretty aggressive uh fiber to the home rollout and so they uh you've got towns in mississippi that have got fiber to their back door and uh so not only are they doing uh, internet service over that they're doing a voip for your traditional phone service but they'll also do a cable service which is pretty cost effective and uh, the interesting thing about that ceasefire service is it becomes essentially a a a a cord cut service because they have an app that's on Roku, Apple TV, iOS, whatever. And instead of uh, having a, a set top box to pull C Spire cable, you're going to Roku or Apple TV to the C Spire app logging in there. And so you're pulling stuff across the C Spire app now. So I don't know if you've got. I've got a box. Yeah. I still have the box. But um, I noticed on the, my Apple TV, though, there's certain apps for other stations that I can use if I can just pl- uh, type in my C Spire, you know, username and stuff and yeah. I can get other channels if I need to rewatch something or whatever. I missed an episode of something and I want to go to CBS or whatever. I can go in there and watch that. I think I watched something on Freeform the other night yeah. and, uh, you know, ESPN live. Well, that's the biggest one. And, and then the watch ESPN app on the Apple TV is phenomenal. And yeah, it's great. I mean, uh, we, well, the watch ESPN app period, but we've got an Apple TV 4k and uh, the horsepower in that machine is pretty pretty unbelievable. And we're able to watch games like they're live with, mm-hmm. with the gigabit fiber to the house. And you can put four-up screens. We, we it's love, crazy. I mean, you know, usually we do two-up, but a lot of times you can do four-up. So yeah. during playoffs, or not during playoffs, but during football season, you know, like mm-hmm. a, you can pick up those things. And uh, we actually got our 4K 
through DirecTV, they had a promotion where if you signed up for three months of DirecTV.com, they gave you a uh, an Apple 4K, Apple TV 4K, and it was cheaper to get it that way than it was sure. to buy the box outright. So I said, let's just do that and then tried it out for a while and see what that was like. But then, I really like that. I really like that box. The only thing I don't like, and I know it's a product of my, I, I have Xfinity. But you'll sign up for all those network things, NBC, Fox, ESPN, or whatever. And it seems like every month you have to go back in and reestablish your credentials. And I'm coming, coming. That should be a one-stop place to do all that. But, you know, the Apple TV app uh, makes that a lot easier because you do a master login with the TV You do a master login, but if your provider is not one of their approved providers, you have to go through. And and Xfinity is not. You still have to go. Because I'll do the master thing and say, log in with Xfinity. And if I'm doing this wrong, please, someone let me know. But every time I follow their directions and I have to go in and go, oh, you need to go uh, back to their website and activate this again. I'm going, come on, I just did this a month ago. So you want one password to rule them all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So... What was the reference? What was that? One password to rule them all. Oh, I think that was a Lord of the Rings reference. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. There you go. Um, I'll take Tolkien trivia for 500, Alex. Yeah, there you go. Um, Well, I mean, so we're talking about Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime is spending how many bazillions of dollars on doing a Tolkien Lord of the Rings reboot? Did you guys know this? Yeah, that's right. And Peter Jackson is or is not involved? Is not involved. And so they're they're talking about making a young Aragorn series. They're talking about going back to the Cimmerillion. Um, So not not touching the the Frodo-Bilbo saga, but... I think that's probably a smart idea. Well, we shall see how smart of an idea it is. Well, it so. could be very much like CBS's uh, Discovery thing. We're going to do something completely different that takes place before the original series. And, oh, yeah, now we're going to bring the Enterprise back in because yeah. nobody's watching this. Yeah, thing. the Enterprise and, and Spock. Yeah, that's right. And, that's right. Uh, and uh, Pike. Um, you know, it's interesting. I watch more Netflix and Prime, and my wife watches Hulu. And so she uses it to catch up on network series. Mm-hmm. So she has watched This Is Us on Hulu. So that has spread that virus. And, and to me, This Is Us ranks up there with Barney, you know. So we were a Barney-free oh, wow. household, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of tired of This Is Us. But so I know, I know watched, you've watched no, I have not watched any. I never. My kids never watch okay. Barney. That's always and good never, to make a judgment on. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's, 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 that's good. Um, well, but is is it is the quality of storytelling still as good now as it was when it launched? Yeah, I think so. What's interesting is, and I've seen some articles about this, is we realized that the children that uh, the three kids that we've been following their lives really are not nice people all the same. Wow. And I don't want to get any complaints. You know, it's true. But you're going, good grief! These these people, the, their their spouses and their are their significant others. You know, tend to put up with a lot. You know, wow. so it's interesting. But it's a, that's a great show. Spoiler Sweet. alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah. So, but I like Prime. I think if I had to pick one out of the three, you know, if it, if you were to tell me I could only have one of them, Prime would definitely be the one because I, number one, I get shipping, and that, yeah, that's what that's, <laughs> that's the only reason I got it in the beginning, and then didn't even realize. Um, it, I kept getting these emails saying you're not using your your movies, you're not using your music, mm-hmm. and I still don't use the music that much. But um, as I'm using the movie service more, I think that would be the plus. Jack Ryan, I mean, I, I've yeah, we uh, stay close to that. We got into it for the shipping, and it it absolutely. And you stayed for the video. Well, we stayed for the video, and we now have a music account, which uh, uh, we have a couple of uh, echoes in the house, and so we'll play music Echo, throughout the house. Echo. That's right. 
so we'll play music throughout on that. So we're getting the advantage of that. And I'm thinking we also have, um, you know, Sirius XM subscriptions. And my thought is, why do we still have this? You know, we can get everything we want on our phone and mm-hmm. either Bluetooth it or, you know, augs it in uh, to, you know, and have the same experience. So, uh, but we haven't, haven't changed yet, but uh, that's the same way. So if I were to keep one, I'd keep Amazon as well because of the other things it adds, you know. So have you enabled your Alexis to, uh, to stream your, your Sirius XM? My Lexus, yeah. Your Alexas. Okay, I thought yeah. you said my that, Lexus. That, 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 yeah, my yeah. CarPlay and my Lexus. Yeah. My Alexi. Um, yeah. To stream what? I'm sorry, what? Sirius XM. No, because that you have to pay for the... Uh, I guess it's in my package. Online, yeah. The, you have to have the, uh, the online version. Again, and this is a uh, reoccurring motif, I called Sirius XM and threatened to leave them. Are you See, noticing a pattern? Yeah, I did the and same we don't thing. have the same luck. Yeah. You know, Becky called, threatened to leave, and she said, leave. And I'm like, let's leave. <laughs> oh, well, you yeah. should have talked to our lady, because I, I did the same thing. And they, I got a bill, and I'm like, no way am I paying this for my truck radio. Yeah. And so I called them, and I said, I just cannot pay it, so I'm, I'm going to cancel it. And she said, well, how about this deal? And so that's still too much. She said, well, what about this deal? That's still a bit too much. And we got it down to a reasonable deal. I did lose the streaming online, mm-hmm. but I figured I had – Three or four other services yeah, that we cover that. Yeah, that's right. You know, and I listen all the time. I mean, it's yeah. great. I have a you know thirty minute drive to to work, and uh, uh, I listen to it all the time. It's all I listen to. And if it's ever off for some reason, I go, "Wow, it's I, I kind of miss miss this radio." Three words: yacht rock radio. My my wife and kids hate it, which makes me love it even more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Becky has that on a lot too. She yeah. Likes yeah, I'm hearing "Sailing" by Christopher Cross mm-hmm. in the background. So, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, uh, I would probably ditch Hulu. I would probably keep if I could separate the 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 shipping service of Amazon from Prime. I would Netflix would probably be where I would stay. Um, what about with the price increase? Is that going to affect anybody? Or no, no. I I kind of think it's a little undervalued anyway. But you what know. Are you yeah, yeah. Well, you realize You've probably called in and gotten a better deal than the rest of them. <laughs> I'm only paying three dollars a right, month. That's yeah, right. yeah. Well, you realize now they send me all these DVDs that nobody else is using. I just get them for free. <laughs> Got one addressed to Jay. You realize now, Prime, you're only going to be able to stream the first half of every uh, movie and episode now, right? What? Bezos divorce. She's taking oh, half of it stop. with her. Oh, man. Gosh. I'm sorry I didn't pick up on that. Wow, I'm a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed. Um, all right, so Disney, CBS, DC, they've got new services as well. Uh, you know, we've the Disney service looks pretty interesting because, I mean, the speculation is, well, no speculation. It seems to be settled that Disney is recapturing all their Marvel and, and Star Wars um, rights from Netflix and other holders, and they're going to move them to their streaming service. I've heard that too. And then they're going to put brand new content on. So you're looking at new Marvel content. You're looking at new Star Wars content, um, plus the the Pixar uh, library. So you've got all this stuff now coming to, to Disney. They they basically own the geek kingdom there and the princesses as well. Um, CBS All Access launched with Star Trek Discovery. I don't know that it's launched with much of anything else. And then DC came out with their own service, which has got a couple of live action pieces on it. And then Apple's about to jump into the game. I mean, they've already locked up several first-look deals and, and different producers. They haven't pushed anything out yet, but Apple's going to spend money on content. So do any of those services interest you guys? Maybe the Disney, but I think I'd have to see what all is there and how bad I wanted to see it again. I'm kind of a 
I don't watch movies seven or eight times. My wife will do that. She'll watch something over and over and over again and love it every time the same. And I'm like, well, there's thousands of movies out there I haven't seen. I'd rather watch something I haven't seen than whatever. So I'm not one that's going to watch things over and over again. So if I don't see it in the theater, I might, you know, want to see it on a on a streaming service. But it seems too limited. I mean, Pixar's great, Avengers but, but great, all that. But they've got all kinds of new new they're content. New content as yeah, well, right? Like there's a Scarlet Witch and Vision series coming, live action. Uh, there may be a Bucky Barnes uh, Falcon and and Falcon series that's been talked about. Uh, there's a Loki series with uh, with Tom. Not Hiddleston, Lo- Hiddleston, yeah, it's an I, not a Are U. these are these going to have the original actors from the yeah. MCU? Are they really? Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Favreau's directing a uh, Star Wars uh, live action series that's going to have a bounty hunter with Mandalorian armor. That's code word for uh, Boba Fett. I saw that, but I didn't realize it was a series. I thought it was going to be a, 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 a movie. So. No, I think it's a six or eight part series okay. that they're going to do. And they've lined up some pretty pretty big directors, I think, for that. So anyway, so there looks to be some pretty cool content. One of the things I learned was uh, you know, the, the Marvel Universe is, is leaving Netflix. The, the, the Netflix Marvel co-produced stuff, uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Punisher, all that. Um, I believe there's either a two-year or, or three-year recapture window, meaning well, it's probably not a recapture window. There's an exclusivity clause there so that once it goes off Netflix, Disney cannot produce those characters again for two or three years oh, really? after the last original appearance. So um, possibility of a, of a, of a Luke Cage, uh, Iron Fist, Defenders type of thing going again, but it will be a couple of years. Okay. Unless Disney dangles, we'll let you keep, you know, Return of the Jet. I mean, uh, Last Jedi for, you know, an additional 12 months or something like that. Because if you look at, see if I'm remembering this correctly, the way Netflix got into streaming, they did a streaming deal with Stars, I believe. And so that's where they got their original uh, library of movies because uh, no one was paying any attention to, to streaming yeah. at that point. And so stars had captured digital rights and were able to form them to Netflix. So you had a bunch of those kind of second tier new release movies that would hit. And so that's where the Netflix streaming, if I remember correctly, I believe it was stars, but it was a, it was a non HBO, non Cinemax, uh, uh, premium content television provider. Mm-hmm. So in my how it has completely changed. Yeah. So that's what, I mean, and you know, HBO of course has their own uh, streaming system, you, uh, streaming service you can get into. I just, I feel like, you know, uh, until they have something really compelling to offer, I can't see go into one of those services. I do think Disney probably has the best shot of, of having that. I haven't been really, you know, as big a Star Trek and, and DC comics fan I, as, as I am, I haven't been compelled to go to either one of those services yet uh, and don't see that I really will. But uh, Disney, I think, especially in light of some of the original content they're going to be coming out with, I think might have an appeal to me. I do watch movies over and over again, so I own them, and, you know, I'll watch them that way. So other than that, it, it doesn't have much of attraction to me. But uh, But the new stuff, if it's well done and well received, I'd be interested in. So is there, a, is there a TV show or a movie that you'll come back to and just put on for noise, white noise, that you'll just watch ad nauseum? What, I mean, it had to be The Office for me. Yeah. That's the one I could watch over and over and over again. And Psych. 
I love Psych. I love Psych, yeah. Never, never, never watched Psych. Oh, Psych's a great show. Yeah. First few seasons especially. Uh, but it was I think it was always really funny. It, it has really become good. a classic in our house. Yeah, good chemistry between the people in there. I like of course, du- uh, I like Dulé Hill a lot. Yeah. And lots of eighties references. Yes. All kinds of pop culture. Kind of like Gilmore Girls in a way. That's one that, that we watched too. And, it, and I watched it mostly because it was it had so many of these pop culture references. It was just hilarious to watch and, and when my kids didn't have any idea what, what was why I was laughing. <laughs> Kind of miss those days, don't you? A little bit, just a oh, little yeah, bit. Oh yeah, very much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll watch West Wing ad nauseum. I probably watched West Wing through ten or twelve times. Um, I own it on DVD. Um, I mean, I love the West Wing, and I really don't know why. My politics nowhere lines up with, um, but it's just such a great show. The especially the first four seasons when Sorkin was in charge. The dialogue's great. Uh, the acting's great. Season five after Sorkin left, not as good. Six and seven were really strong. Um, but that, I mean, I will throw that on and just have it in the background. So, and find myself quoting uh, Josh Lyman, which is kind of a strange thing. So, um, you talked about HBO. Now, do you guys remember when we were kids back in the old days? The thrill that an HBO preview weekend was. Oh we, yeah, we did not get HBO. I've yeah. never, I've never gotten HBO in my life. We had it. I think it was as part of a, it was part of a, a sign up package, you know, with Comcast at that time. So you got it for a few months or whatever, and we may have kept it a little longer than that. But uh, that was back when it was showing, you know, uh, movies from the theater as opposed to the, their own original content. They had a, some shows, but you know, now it seems to be dominated by. Uh, what they're producing, which is good stuff. I'm not taking yeah. away from that, but at the time that was that was you know, pretty much what it was. I remember getting brand new VHS tapes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I just threw a bunch of those away this weekend. You I know, mean, we can convert those to DVD for you. Well, yeah, I know you can, but they're they're standard <laughs> def, they're four three aspect ratio. Yeah, and, and I've uh, got them most. I've got them probably in DVD. The ones I want, DVD, Blu-ray, and, and iTunes versions as well, just because I keep buying the the formats when they come out. It, it so might, I finally got rid of them. But yeah, I had like uh, uh, Star Trek, you know, the motion picture, and, and uh-huh. one, Star Trek two, three, and you know, on, on one VHS tape. And I go, <laughs> oh, I can't do that. I've got to, I've got to go ahead and commit to the higher quality. Thing. There you go. Yeah. So what's well, – I'm sorry, Jay. I no, just, on the HBO thing, I, I first need to ask if there's a statute of limitations on the on the tinfoil around the cable to get HBO. Is there is – there, if I confess to that, is that a – Wow. Yeah, I think you're okay. You remember when you – if the, the scrambling was not that good and you could flip it and you could see mostly what was going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. way back when. Before so it was good to have a little brother because you can have him squeeze the tinfoil. <laughs> yeah. right, we didn't really do that, but yeah. – yeah. Aside from the preview weekends, we had it. We had it for a little while like that, but uh, that was that was it. Yeah, HBO and Cinemax, which that's a whole that's a whole other, different world. A yes. whole different world, especially as you go after dark. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, you know, you were talking about HBO's original programming. Um, I love Game of Thrones. No, th- no surprise there. I read uh, um, a Song of Fire and Ice or Ice and Fire. I can never get them in, in, in straight way before the TV show started. And when I saw that HBO was adapting the first book of Game of Thrones, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I never thought it would blow up to this this 9,000-pound dragon that it is mm-hmm. now. Um, but I think that's... I, I, we, I do HBO Go, 
Um, again, because I'm going to consume that media on my iPad more than likely, I, I travel a lot, so it's great to have it. And I will turn it on and off with Game of Thrones. And I find myself waiting and catching up on everything else I was remotely interested in, like a Westworld. Um, still haven't done True Detective yet. But I will, I, will, I will consume it and not hit any other service like Netflix or Prime for that, that four, six, eight-week span that Game of Thrones is on. Uh, if HBO was smart, what they would do is they would put Game of Thrones every other week to extend those subscription numbers out. Because oh, it is a good idea. Yeah, there's a there's a ton of folks who do what I do, and um, but it makes it easy just to turn it off, turn it on. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, you guys excited about Game of Thrones? I I watched the first couple of seasons, yeah, didn't care don't. for it. Read the first three books, didn't care for it, and just you know was not like I said. I, I hung in there for a while. I gave it a shot, as opposed to you know judging it without watching it. But uh. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't read the books. Yeah. I've watched just, partial episodes, but yeah, I haven't. It's not my thing. Yeah, the app that I use both on Apple TV and on my iPad that I watch constantly is Turner Classic Movies because I'm an old movie fan. I love hmm. old black and white movies. And so I'll watch, you know, talk about, you know, putting on something just to have in the background. I'll have an old movie playing in the background. Uh, and uh, But that's what that's what I like to watch. And those there's so many movies I thought I'd seen a lot of this old classic stuff. And then you'll discover new things and, and you see, wow, they were doing this back in the 30s and 40s. And these ideas are being repeated now, so you know it's uh, um, it's interesting to see those things. But I, I love that app and that uh, thing. You have to have uh, a subscription to t- uh, some type of cable service or, or, or provider. It's not I just haven't seen that app. I must have the older version of Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the the new versions of Apple TV, the last two generations, they've got a bona fide app store now, as opposed to what Apple pushes out. Mm-hmm. So it's. Uh, it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot more better than now. Yeah, it really is. A, it's it, for people that have not, you know, gone that route. And I think Apple TV has a superior interface. I think that's the that's the way to go for for this stuff. Any closing remarks? Final words? I have none. I'm I'm speechless Are at you? the moment. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's kind of cool. So, all right. With that, we will sign off. Thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next time. <laughs>